0: Back for another week of picks. Woody versus Gornie. We head into week five. Gornie, you've extended your lead to two games, 56-36-1. and I'm 53-38-1. Still good, but we're hovering at 500 the past couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew last week, you know, personally was not a very good week for me. Very bad. I should just follow my own picks and make a lot of money. But uh, <laughs> I'm happy I'm doing well here, and uh,
0: let's fire away at these, uh, these new games. All right, let's jump into it. Kentucky going to Ole Miss, a big-time SEC showdown, two teams that rarely play each other as well, and Ole Miss a seven-point home favorite.
1: Yeah, this opened at one and a half, which was interesting because I think Ole Miss is one of those teams that Vegas still hasn't figured out yet. Lane was complaining a little bit this week that people are out out in the grove getting drunk before the games and not coming in early enough, but I don't care. I'm, I'm going to take Ole Miss here. I think that offense can be potent. I think the defense is better than they're getting a lot of respect for. Seven is a lot of points because Kentucky can kind of manage uh, the ball and, and do kind of what it wants to do. But uh, at home, I think the crowd is going to be fired up. Um, I think Ole Miss is a better team than Florida. I'm going to take Ole Miss minus seven.
0: But this was kind of interesting. Both of these teams, you know, last week kind of looked flat against inferior opponents, probably a little bit of a look ahead situation. I'm going to go with Kentucky. Seven points is a lot. I, I haven't been thrilled with the way they've looked. They got a lot of young playmakers, you know, young receivers, and this may be a tough environment, but Old Miss doesn't have the same offense it had last year either. A lot of a lot of changes, of course, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, new weapons. So. I like this one to be a close one that comes down to the wire. And if you're going to give me a touchdown, uh, I'm going to go ahead and and take it. So I'll take Kentucky next up, big time matchup NC state at Clemson college game day. Clemson a little bit more of a favorite than I thought. Almost a touchdown Gorny.
1: Yeah. This is one of those positions where <sighs> Clemson can kind of come out and, and lay an egg like they have at times at home against weird comp- uh, opponents. I know you're not a big NC state fan, <laughs> I'm going to take the Wolfpack here, and I might regret this because I think Clemson might come out and really put the hammer down. I just do not trust that offense. Um, I know DJ had a great game last week. Wake Forest's defense is not very good. It took took them to overtime. I think it's closer than it it might be uh, at 6.5, so I'm going to take NC State in this game, although I honestly might regret it later on.
0: Yeah, this one's kind of a, this one is kind of a weird one. I feel like I've picked every NC state game wrong so far this season. So we'll see if I can continue that trend. I'm taking Clemson six and a half feels like too much, but I've seen, you know, it's kind of weird. The eye test with DJ versus his numbers, his numbers look great. The eye test hasn't been great, but I'm going to go ahead and trust Clemson, their defense. They got, they're getting bodies back. They're kind of loaded up. They've had some guys in and out of the lineup. So I'm going to go ahead and take the tigers uh, to cover that touchdown spread. Number two, Alabama, headed to number 20, Arkansas. 17 and a half point home underdog. Huge number.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, I just don't know if Alabama can, you know, Arkansas can score points when needed. Um, I think they're reeling after that missed field goal to beat Texas A&M. They got beat up a little bit in that game. The numbers point to Arkansas in this game, but I'm going to take Alabama. I think they're going to go in win pretty handily maybe 41 21 something like that probably right around the number so i don't love betting this game but i'm gonna take alabama here just because i think arkansas has is you know had a nice start to the season loses to texas a&m at the buzzer and now alabama i think is gonna come in looking for a big win
0: yeah it feels high but and i, I kind of liked arkansas last week obviously a heartbreaking loss. My concern with Alabama: the receivers still yeah. inconsistent catching the ball. We got a lot of track stars, a lot of freaks out there, but you guys got to catch the ball. I got to run yeah. routes. You got to get open. So that's one concern. Second concern: the running game. It uh, still hasn't been as impressive as I thought. I think we we thought you know the Jameer Gibbs are off to a little bit slower start. But guess what? I'm not going to pick against Alabama. No. (laughs) All that said, uh, give me the tide and give me the tide. First half, of course, oh, 17.5. Just sitting there for you at like a 10 or 11. So uh, I will take that one. Next up, Oklahoma State going to Baylor. Interesting matchup. Baylor, a two-point home favorite.
1: Yeah. uh, And Baylor was very good last week against Iowa State. Um, I just don't know how good Iowa state is. I'm still going to take Baylor. I think Oklahoma state's a very good football team. I think this is going to be a very close game, probably low scoring just the way Mike Dundee is probably going to want to handle it. Um, in his later years, he's, he's gone away from trying to score points and trying to manage clock and slowing things down. I'm going to still take Baylor here. I, I'm not crazy about this pick. I wouldn't personally bet this game, but, um, you know,
0: I'll take Baylor at
1: home minus two. Just basically, just have to win the game.
0: Yeah, Baylor's been doing doing well for me at least uh, the past few weeks with some right picks. So I'm going to ride with the Bears. Home game is big here. I think the defense can fare well for some uh, issues for Spencer Sanders, who we know uh, is definitely not on my uh, favorite players to to bet on lists over the years. So yeah, I will take uh, Baylor to cover. That should be a fun game to watch. So I'll be locked in on that one. Uh, Wake Forest going to Florida State. Florida State ranked and favored by a touchdown at home, Gorny, Yeah, that scares me. Florida State is now feeling good about themselves, which means that
1: they're probably due for a letdown. Wake Forest is coming off of that, uh, you know, really tough way to lose a game. I was not thrilled at all about that fourth down play. I mean, they they kind of screwed up in overtime, really just tossing it into the end zone, uh, hoping for something to happen Against Clemson, I'm gonna take Wake Forest here. I think they're gonna be able to score. I think Florida State is far better than they've been, and, and a lot of credit to Mike Norvell. Um, but Wake Forest can score, so I think they're gonna keep the pressure on Florida State. Um, you know, I don't know if Wake Forest wins outright, but seven seems like a lot to me in this matchup.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. It looked like Jordan Travis was out for the year, he comes back and looks better than ever. Yeah, <laughs> always weird when that happens, but seven points. I have too much. I mean, I've seen too much Florida State football over the last five years. Uh, give me Wake Forest. I think it could be a shootout, but just too many points. If it was three, you might be able to sell me on the Knolls, but seven I think is too much, uh, even though Wake Forest a little beat up, but I think they're coming here. This is going to be the Seminoles' toughest test of the year so far. Uh, Michigan going to Iowa, and they're 11-point favorites, Corny.
1: So Here's my thing. Iowa at home, and this is a – One of my favorites, a flip. The the public loves Michigan and the number loves and the money loves Iowa here. So, you know, Michigan's offense didn't look phenomenal last week. You know, McCarthy does have a little bit of, you know, throwing into bad windows-itis, which he's had since high school. Iowa's not a place to allow that to happen. 11 seems like too much. And the reason I say this is because Iowa's going to try to play a 6-3 game. They're going to try to make it 1982. They're going to try to slow this thing down. And if McCarthy hasn't as a pick or two, Iowa could score some points. The problem here is Iowa cannot move the ball on offense. It's almost like they intentionally try not to move it. So 11, I'm not crazy about this. I'm going to take Iowa because it's in Kinnick and the and the money is on Iowa. So I'll follow Iowa here plus 11.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Iowa too. I think if Michigan comes out and scores a touchdown on the first drive, then it could be like oh. fifty-six to three.
1: It'll be uh, over. Yeah,
0: yeah. But if if Iowa sets the tone early, I think they hang around. Eleven just seems like one of these weird Big Ten games where it's like you know sixteen to nine or some right. score like that. So uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous about McCarthy too. Uh, yeah, he's very exciting, but we all know that yeah he did have a proclivity to make some mistakes at times in high school. So yeah, give me the hawkeyes number 18 oklahoma going to tcu looking to bounce back they're almost a touchdown favorite and
1: this is a weird one um because early on tcu was getting a lot of the money the trends point to tcu here but i don't buy it i I feel bad for tcu in this i think oklahoma kind of overlooked kansas state kansas state always gives oklahoma trouble in norman they did again last weekend we all know brent venables isn't going to stand for that so I think he goes in there and lays a big number on a TCU team that's still trying to find itself a little bit. I don't know how good they are. I'll take Oklahoma big here.
0: Yeah, TCU, nice win last week. Um, but, yeah, I think Oklahoma's going to bounce back, and I'm not worried about the the home field situation. I think there'll be a lot of Oklahoma fans there. So, uh, yeah, give me the Sooners as well. Uh, moving on, Purdue at Minnesota. Minnesota, all of a sudden, 12-and-a-half t- point favorites at home.
1: yeah. That is uh, a big number. Michigan state seems to be just falling out of bed here. I don't know what's going on there. Their offense is a complete mess and disaster and Minnesota really took advantage of it last week. Um, And this is a situation where I think Minnesota is starting to feel really, really good about themselves and Purdue doesn't. And that's, that's where Purdue comes in and keeps it close. 87% of the public on Minnesota, the Gophers, that's far too much, far too much confidence. I'll take
0: Purdue here plus 12 and a half. So I I initially wrote down Purdue. I changed it to Minnesota because I don't know if Purdue's quarterback is going to play. So that for me is enough. Of course, the backup now is at Cal. Uh, We've seen them rotate through a few, but guess what? I'm going to get PJ Fleck did an interview on rivals this week and, uh, how can I, how can I Row Minnesota? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Row the boat. If they still, if he's still doing that shtick, uh, next up, Texas tech going to Kansas state, Kansas state ranked after it's win last week. Another an eight point favorite.
1: Yeah. So this is an interesting one because both are coming off big wins. You know, Texas tech beats, Texas, Kansas state goes to Oklahoma and wins eight points. Seems like a little tick above what you'd want, but that means Kansas state is the pick. So, Kansas State wins by 10. Both teams feeling really good about themselves, but Kansas State is at home, and, and they might be clicking a little bit. I'll take Kansas State here, although Joey McGuire and Texas Tech has proved, have proven
0: me wrong a little bit this year. I've been wrong on them every week. I picked them to cover against NC State. They don't. I pick them not to cover against Texas. They went outright, so I'm still going to pick. I'm picking Kansas State. Uh, yeah. I don't like the number of eight. It seems a little high to me. Uh, and it's, but you know, I, I just, I don't have either one of these teams figured out. So I guess I'll go with the home team, uh, on that one. Just a tough one to try to choose. Now this next game is one I really like Oregon state going to Utah and Utah is a 10 and a half point favorite.
1: Yeah. We made fun of Oregon state last week because they have half of a stadium and we thought USC was going to blow them out and USC played like dog crap and Corvallis and, and Oregon State didn't win the game, but they covered, which is even more important for us. But Utah is a different animal. They're they're not going to mess around. They're not going to look forward. They're going to come in and, and crush people. So I think that's what happens here. I'm taking Utah minus 10 and a half. Oregon State preparing for USC week one and then losing and then coming in and trying to you know get go on the road and prepare for Utah is too much. I'm going to take Utah and pretty comfortably.
0: I'm actually going to take the Beavs. I, I know that was a tough loss for them. They're still without Luke Musgrave, their tight end, who's probably like an NFL prospect who uh, I might have tried to tell some coaches about when he was in high school and they didn't listen to me. <laughs> Not like I kept those emails or anything. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> don't worry about that. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Beavers. I think 10 and, 10 and a half's a lot. And Utah, I think, is kind of being slept on after that Florida loss still. But uh, I don't know. I, I think the Beavers can score. So I like them maybe even to pull off like a backdoor cover here. Uh, Rutgers going to Ohio State. Ohio State a 40 and a half point favorite. What a number. Yeah.
1: I hate these lines. It's like this is a complete guess. There's no way to kind of cap a 40 and a half point line. I'm going to take Rutgers. I think, I think Ohio State wins 45-7, something like that. I think it's pretty close to the number. But – I'm just leaning on Greg Schiano to sort of maybe put the ball in the end zone one time, and and Ryan Day to move on to the next week.
0: Yeah, Rutgers QB situation has kind of been crazy. It seemed like they had it figured out. We have a guy coming back, but instead, the different guys are playing. <laughs> now yeah. They're all they're really all over the place. I'm going to take them as well, just because it's a conference game, like you mentioned. Schiano probably take the air out of the ball, but you know Ohio State's been putting up the numbers, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked either way there. Uh, Northwestern at Penn State, Penn State, a 26 and a half point favorite.
1: Yeah, the good thing is, Penn State got that game out uh, last week where, you know, they they don't look great and then they win by 23, and all the Penn State fans are just like, oh, whatever. But the numbers here, I'm, I'm completely leaning on the numbers here, and almost all the money is on Northwestern and almost all the public is on Penn State because Northwestern has looked so bad um and and i respect pat fitzgerald for what he's trying to do but it's really not working really well there right now but 26 and a half is a lot of points if northwestern shows up and gets 10 i mean that 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 should do it so i'm gonna take northwestern here gonna try to slow it down try not to you know make it kind of an ugly game i don't know i I don't think penn state's all that thrilled about the northwestern matchup i'll take northwestern just based on numbers
0: yeah, I kind of flip back and forth, but I'm going to take Penn State. Northwestern is down bad, which is surprising. Of course, they won week one, and you thought, oh, wow, but it turns out yeah. Nebraska is just horrible. So uh, I'm going to take Penn State. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it, it, it does seem like a matchup that could be good for Northwestern, especially with the way Penn State runs the ball. Uh, next up, Texas a and am going to Mississippi State, the number 17 team, an underdog on the road. Yeah, this is my
1: one of my favorite games of the week and definitely going to be watching this one. Um, this is really close in terms of everything. I just think I'm just gonna lean on Texas AM and 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 I continue to do this. Uh I did it last week. I did it with them against Miami. Those are back, those are back-to-back tough games. And now they have to go back on the road. They were on the road in Dallas last week. Um, and now they have to go on the road to Starkville with the illegal cowbells that they continue to allow um mississippi state is tough to defend but texas a&m just has better players they have more skill more length i know they can't score but i think they're going to lean on their defense i love the under in this game but i'll take texas a&m plus four
0: yeah i'm going to take texas a&m too tough blow losing anaya smith but i think it's time to to let loose some of these freshmen. Chris Marshall, especially. I know Evan Stewart was in a little bit of trouble. He's back. Uh, I think the freshmen kind of step up. And you mentioned the defense. That's why I've been picking Texas A&M every week. They're just so loaded on defense. They probably have, you know, eight to 10 NFL players out there running around. So uh, it's, a, it's a weird matchup. You mentioned the Cowbells. Boy, if you've ever been to a game there, it's deafening. I can't even, you can't understate how loud, the cowbells are so yeah <laughs> so you're allowed
1: you you can't bring noisemakers into any stadium except that stadium now what is the reasoning behind
0: it <laughs> hey, don't get me started i'm always <laughs> trying to enforce the rules of the you know the band isn't allowed to play during the during high school games except right. they can warm up the entire second quarter which is them playing i mean how do you, you need to warm up for half an hour to play for for 30 seconds or whatever, but anyway, all right, (laughs) next up, Georgia at Missouri, Georgia, 28 point favorite.
1: Yeah. And this is coming into my rule of, uh, always bet on Georgia, but man, 90% of people are betting on Georgia, which means, and Missouri looked so bad against Auburn last week. I mean, that Auburn Missouri game was, was, they should have been kicked out of the sec for the way that they (laughs) performed both teams. 20, this could be 28, nothing after the first quarter or Georgia can go in there and it could be 10, seven. So based on only the public, you know, loading up on Georgia in every single way. And this number, you know, really not moving. I mean, a point and a half still under four touchdowns as for a push. I'm going to take Missouri. I don't know why, but I'm going to take Missouri.
0: Well, you know, it's weird because... For some reason, whenever Georgia plays at Missouri, I feel like it's an odd game. I don't know if it's like that camera angle, you know, that, that, yeah, that low angle. Yeah, <laughs> right? It always is weird. And I, I know I've picked against the dogs there before. You mentioned we said last week we're not picking against them ever again. And then they immediately don't cover uh, okay. against Kent State. So I'm sticking with Georgia, but uh, I think I think Missouri needs to. We'll let Tyler Macon loose there at quarterback and stop yeah. messing around with Brady Cook. I'm not sure what's going on, what the reasoning is there, but uh, play play Tyler Macon. That's what I'm going to say, but I'm still going to take the dogs. Georgia Tech going to Pittsburgh, Pitt, a 22-point favorite.
1: Yeah, this is a tough spot for Georgia Tech, and even though you know the bets are split 50-50 and the money's going to Georgia Tech, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Uh, Georgia Tech is coming off a coaching dump. They're, the team is not very good. And Pittsburgh's not the kind of team to like say, sorry, guys, we'll just let you cruise here and we'll take the win and go home. They're going to demolish them. I'll take 35, 10. I'm going to take Pittsburgh, even though it, it goes against my strategies.
0: Yeah. I'm taking Pitt as well. I mean, I don't, This isn't the NBA, you know, we're not getting a new coach bump in a lot of these games. We've seen it. Arizona State and Nebraska both didn't even come close to covering after they fired the coach. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Pitt as well. I like them to win uh, bigly there at home. Uh, Arizona State at USC, 25 and a half point favorites.
1: Yeah, here's another situation where USC played poorly last week. They're coming into a situation where they have an interim coach for the second week. Now, a lot of Arizona State's team are kind of USC rejects guys that USC didn't want or didn't feel like were good enough and, and were probably wrong on a lot of those guys. Um, 25 and a half is a lot, but I could see this getting out of control, especially after the way USC played last weekend at Oregon State. Unless Oregon State figured something out against about Lincoln Riley's offense, which I don't think was the case, I think USC's receivers just overwhelm these guys and I could see a 52-17 kind of game.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm dying to fade USC, but this is not the week to do it. I'm going to take them to uh, cover here and keep rolling along. I mean, this is, you know, they got a good thing going. They escaped Corvallis, never have to go there again. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're happy about that one. Uh, Stanford at Oregon. This game will be t- 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 kicking off about 3 a.m. Eastern time at Classic Pac-12 to put one of their yeah. best teams on it at the yeah. late window. Oregon's 17-point home favorites.
1: This is another one where uh, the entire public is on Oregon, but I'm actually going to follow them this time. I, I don't know what's going on at Stanford. They seem to have, like, no will to go out there and win a football game. They played, you know, terribly against Washington last week. Opportunities left and right weren't capitalized on. Oregon – uh, you know, survives at Washington State and now um, has to prepare for Stanford. This game is always very weird in Eugene, but that was when Stanford had really good football teams. I don't think they do right now. I'm going to take Oregon, even though it's a big number.
0: Yeah, you know, Oregon, they had to come back and win that game in crazy fashion. But honestly, they, they outplayed. Washington State for the better part of the game and I, I it's really interesting to me or they're doing these big heavy packages where they bring in Josh Connerly and put him at tight end and I think Stanford's going to get a little dose of their own medicine here what they used to come play Oregon and run them over with 10 linemen I think Oregon's going to do a little bit of that they don't even need to throw the ball uh yeah. They've been really impressive running it, so yeah. Give me the ducks. I think they're gonna hopefully, hopefully blow them out, so I can go to bed Uh, (laughs) by halftime. That'll be my pick. So, all right, that wraps up this week's picks. We have uh, the full slate. You can watch on our YouTube channel. Uh, You can listen to the podcast on the Commitment Issues feed, and we got the picks coming out on Twitter as well. So be sure to check that out. Follow me. Follow Gorney. Thanks, Gorney.